Son and of the Holy Spirit. Fellow redeemed, they saw his body. While others fled on that Friday we call good, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph and Salome, looked on from a distance as Jesus was crucified. They saw his body, the body that had been beaten, scourged, hanging from the cross by nail-pierced hands and feet. They saw Jesus as he cried out, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? They saw Jesus as he uttered a loud cry, and breathed his last. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, the younger of Joseph, and Salome saw Jesus die. They saw God himself die. While others fled and were hiding, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph followed to see where they laid the body of Jesus. Joseph of Arimathea had taken the dead body down, the dead body of Jesus down from the cross. He wrapped him in linen shroud and laid him in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. And now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James at Salome, were on their way to that very grave. With disciples behind locked doors for fear of the Jews, in love, these women were on their way to Jesus' tomb to deal with death. They went to Jesus' tomb intending to anoint a decaying corpse. And yet, as they traveled the two miles from Bethany to the tomb, a very practical question arose. Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Good question, isn't it? Graves such as the one Jesus was laid in were sealed with large stones. These stones were roughly four feet in diameter, about two and a half feet thick, weighing anywhere from 1,500 to 3,000 pounds. And furthermore, to prevent grave robbers, there was usually an incline channel in which these heavy stones were rolled down to cover the entrance of the tomb. Ultimately, these stones were intended to be difficult to move without the proper tools 
and strength, the women's question is fitting. Who will roll away the stone? Now, while technology today is certainly far more advanced than it was at the time of Jesus, things are not much different. Family and friends who have died are laid in caskets, and then they're lowered down into burial vaults. Thankfully, the funeral homes don't allow us to watch as our loved ones are placed into the ground. And yet, we know it happens. We have to help pick out these tombs. Made of concrete and sealed shut, nothing can get inside. And beyond that layer of concrete, there's only darkness and death. It's completely void of light and life. And this is your future as well. Unless you are alive on Judgment Day, you too will experience death. You will be sealed in a grave. And try as you might, there's nothing you can do to stop it or make it go away. The mortality rate is 100%. As Christians, we must not avoid the difficulties of this life, but face them head on with the truth of Scripture. Death wasn't a part of God's original creation. By the one man's disobedience, that is, by Adam's disobedience of despising God's word, you shall not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the many were made sinners. And this includes you, includes me. We're brought forth in iniquity. We're conceived in sin. We sin because we're sinners. We're by nature opposed to God and his good and gracious will for our lives, as he reveals to us in the Ten Commandments. And where there's sin, unbelief, the rejection of God, there's also eternal death and condemnation. This is why St. Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, the wages of sin is death. And on this day, you can't run away from this truth. You need to see what you've brought upon yourself and those you love by sin and the death it brings. Who will roll away the stone to your grave? You certainly can't. Who will roll away the stone for us? From the entrance of the tomb. While this was the women's question that first day of the week, that Sunday morning, it was a question that God had already answered. Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. That massive 3,000 pound stone had been moved. The dead man the women had come to honor wasn't to be honored as a dead man. 
Jesus was living just as he had promised. He said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Jesus was talking about his body. They killed his body by nailing it to a cross. And then on the third day, he raised himself from the dead. Just as he said. The stone wasn't rolled away to let Jesus out. No, the stone was rolled away to let others in. To see that the tomb is empty. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Fellow redeemed, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. While he's risen, do you notice what the angel or how the angel describes the risen Christ? Angel describes Jesus as the crucified one. Even on this day, even on this Easter Sunday, God won't allow you to forget or to skip over the events of Good Friday in order to get this into this day. He won't allow you to forget or to skip over the truth that while Jesus was without sin, he willingly bore your sin in his flesh. Carrying it to the cross. Jesus was numbered among the wicked. So that you might be numbered among the righteous. Jesus cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that God would never leave you or forsake you in your time of need. Jesus suffered the Father's wrath. So that you wouldn't have to endure God's wrath for all eternity. Jesus took the wages of your sin, which is death, in order to give you the gift of eternal life. And Jesus meant exactly what he said when he cried out in victory from the cross. It is finished. God's death was put in the balance to satisfy his judgment against sin, and it is in fact finished. And as a result, it's not possible for death to keep its hold on Jesus. Jesus' resurrection is the glorious proclamation to the world that His promise is fulfilled, just as he said. Jesus' resurrection is God's clear proclamation. Amen. Yes, this is most certainly true to our finished redemption. The crucified one, the sacrificial lamb who was slain for the sin of the world, is risen for you. Jesus may not have looked like God in his agony and bloody sweat on the tree of the cross. However, appearances are deceiving. Through 
His glorious resurrection from the dead, Jesus is declared to be the Son of God. As the Son of God, Jesus made peace with God for you through His innocent suffering and death on the cross and through His glorious resurrection from the dead. For as in Adam all died, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Fellow redeemed this morning, we rejoice with all the saints that our Redeemer lives. We rejoice this day, and yet at the same time, we must realize, like the women on that Sunday morning, we're walking toward the grave. We must still face the question of a burial place for ourselves, or we leave it to our loved ones to figure out. Death is a reality. It's not what God had intended. However, for Christ's sake, death doesn't have the final word for you. Through Jesus' glorious resurrection from the dead, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? St. Paul writes. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. O redeemed, who can roll away the stone? The stone of doubt of God's love for you. The stone of doubt of His promise for the forgiveness of sins and life and salvation. The risen Christ can. He can roll it away. And He did. In the waters of holy baptism, you were buried with Christ into His death. In order that just as Christ has been raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, you too may walk in newness of life. And in the Lord's Supper, the risen Christ comes to you as your host in your meal, forgiving you and strengthening and preserving you in body and soul with His holy body and with His holy blood. Who can roll away the stone the fear of death. The risen Christ came. He tasted death. He swallowed it up forever so that you can boldly declare, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Who will roll away the stone on your grave? The risen Christ will. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. O redeemed on this Easter... You have every reason to rejoice and be glad for Jesus who was crucified on the cross for you has also risen from the grave for you. 
Rejoice and be glad for Jesus, who lay in death's strong bands for your offenses, now stands bringing life to you from heaven. And as he's won the victory over sin and death and the devil for you, through his crucifixion and glorious resurrection, you have his sure and certain promise that your tomb will be empty on the last day. There's no stone Jesus can't roll away. God be praised. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.